You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes, that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading 1 Kings 8.1 through 8.66. 66 verses today. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the fathers' houses of the people of Israel before King Solomon in Jerusalem to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled to King Solomon at the feast in the month of Ethanane, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took up the Ark, and they brought up the Ark of the Lord, the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the, in the tent. The priests and the Levites brought them up, and King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel who had assembled before him were with him before the ark, sacrificing so many sheep and oxen that they could not be counted or numbered. Then the priests brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place in the inner sanctuary of the house, in the most holy place, underneath the wings of the cherubim, For the cherubim spread out their wings over the place of the ark, so that the cherubim overshadowed the ark and its poles. And the poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the holy place before the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from outside. And and they are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except the two tablets of stone that Moses put there at Horeb, where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt. And when the priests came out of the holy place, a cloud filled the house of the Lord, so the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then Solomon said, The Lord has said that he will dwell in thick darkness. I have indeed built you an exalted house, a place for you to dwell forever. Then the king turned around and blessed all the assembly of Israel, while all the assembly of Israel stood. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who with his hand has fulfilled what he promised with his mouth to David my father, saying, Since the day that I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel in which to build my house, that that my name might be there. But I chose David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, whereas it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, you shall not build the house, but your son, who shall be born to you, shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled his promise that he made. For I have risen in the place of David, my father, and sit on the throne of Israel. 
as the Lord promised, and I have built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. And there I've provided a place for the ark, in which the covenant of the Lord that he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands towards heaven and said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth beneath, keeping covenant and showing steadfast love to your servants who walk before you with all their heart. You have kept with your servant David, my father, what you have declared to him. You spoke with your mouth and with your hand have fulfilled to this day. Now, therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, keep for your servant David, my father, what you've promised him, saying, You shall not lack a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel, if only your sons pay close attention to their way to walk before me as you have walked before me. Now, therefore, O God of Israel, let your word be confirmed, which you have spoken to your servant David, my father. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, how much less a house that I've built. Yet have regard to the prayer of your servant and to his plea, O Lord my God, listening to the cry and to the prayer that your servant prays before you this day that your eyes may be open night and day toward this house, the place of which you have said, My name shall be there, that you may listen to the prayer that your servant offers towards this place, and listen to the plea of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray towards this place, and listen in heaven, your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and is made to take an oath and comes and swears his oath before your altar in this house, Then hear in heaven, and act and judge your servants, condemning the guilty, bringing his conduct on his own head, and vindicating the righteous by rewarding him according to his righteousness. When your people, Israel, are defeated before the enemy because they've sinned against you, and if they turn again to you and acknowledge your name and pray and plead with you in this house, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people, Israel, and bring them again to the land that you gave their fathers. When heaven is shut up, and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, if they pray towards this place and acknowledge your name and turn from their sin, when you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel, when you teach them good, the good way in which they should walk, and, rain, and grant rain upon your land, which you have given to your people as an inheritance. If there is a famine in the land, if there is pestilence or blight or mildew or locust or caterpillar, If their enemy besieges them in the land at their gates, whatever plague, whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer, whatever plea is made by any man or by all your people Israel, each knowing the afflictions of his own heart and stretching out his hands towards the house, then hear in heaven your dwelling place and forgive and act and render each whose heart you know according to all his way. For you, only you, know the hearts of all the children of mankind that they may fear you all the days that they live in the land that you gave to our fathers. Likewise, when a foreigner who is not of your people Israel comes from a far country for your name's sake, for they shall hear of your great name and your mighty hand and your outstretched arm, when he comes and prays towards this house, hear in heaven your dwelling place and do according to 
all for which the foreigner calls you to, in order that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house that I've built is called by your name. If your people go out to battle against their enemy, by whatever way you shall send them, and they pray to the Lord towards the city, and you have chosen in the house that I have built for your name, then hear in heaven their prayer and their plea, and maintain their cause. If they sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin, and you are angry with them, and give them to an enemy, so that they are carried away captive to the land of the enemy, far off or near, yet if they turn their heart in the land to which they have been carried captive, and repent and plead with you in the land of their captor, saying, We have sinned and have acted perversely and wickedly. If they repent with all their heart, with all their soul, in the land of their enemies who carried them captive, and pray to you toward their land, which you gave their fathers, the city that you have chosen, and the house that I have built for your name, then hear in heaven your dwelling place, their prayer and their plea, and maintain their cause. And forgive your people who have sinned against you and all their transgressions that they have committed against you. And grant them compassion in the sight of those who carried them captive, that they may have compassion on them. For they are your people and your heritage, which you brought out of Egypt from the midst of the iron furnace. Let your eyes be open to the plea of your servant and to the plea of your people Israel, giving ear to them whenever they call to you. For you separated them from among the peoples of the earth to be your heritage as you declared through Moses your servant, when you brought our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. Now, as Solomon finished offering all this prayer and plea to the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, where he had knelt with his hands outstretched towards heaven, and he stood and blessed all the assembly of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord, who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he promised. Not one word has failed of all his good promise which he spoke to Moses his servant. Then the Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. May he not leave us or forsake us that he may incline our hearts to him to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his rules which he commanded our fathers. Let these words of mine, which I have pleaded before the Lord, be near to the Lord our God day and night, and may he maintain the cause of his servant, and the cause of his people Israel, as each day requires, that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord is God, there is no other. Let your heart therefore be wholly true to the Lord our God, walking in his statutes and keeping his commandments, as at this day. Then the king, and all Israel with him, offered sacrifices before the Lord. Solomon offered as peace offerings to the Lord 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. The same day, the king consecrated the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord, for there he offered the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat pieces of the peace offering, because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too small to receive the burnt offerings and the grain offerings and the fat pieces of the peace offerings. So Solomon held the feast at that time, and all Israel with him, a great assembly from Labo Hamath to the brook of Egypt, before the Lord our God seven days. On the eighth day, he sent the people away and they blessed the king and went to their homes joyful and glad of heart for all the goodness that the Lord had shown to David his servant and to Israel his people.
peace and prosperity, wholeness, joy, celebrating. What a beautiful chapter this is here in, in uh, 1 Kings chapter 8. As Solomon completes the temple of the Lord and then brings all of the instruments from the tabernacle into the house, into the temple, and then he brings the Ark of the Covenant itself into the temple, through the curtain, into the most holy place, and the glory of the Lord arrives in the temple. There's so much smoke, just like at the Exodus, just like uh, at when, when Moses had first built the tabernacle. Very similar situation, but here, Solomon, we get one long prayer of Solomon, a prayer of dedication of the temple. And it's interesting that the first thing, one of the first things that Solomon prays is that I've built you a house, Lord, but you're God in heaven and of the earth. And what, what can contain you? This house can't contain you. So here, please, as we pray towards this house, hear us in heaven. So there's like this connection where Solomon understands that God doesn't physically live in that house, but also there's a special connection between that temple, the Ark of the Covenant in the Holy of Holy Place, and where God dwells in heaven. And so as as we pray to you towards this house, as we pray to you here, hear us in heaven, O Lord. It's like it's like a cup on a string. As we pray to you towards this house, hear us in heaven. Uh, and and he prays a lot of things saying like if we when we turn away from you and are taken captive by our enemies and we return to you with our hearts please hear us in heaven and bring us back here and uh, he, he prays for rains and and peace and and all of the things that the Lord has established in Israel up to this part and uh, he also prays not just for the people of Israel but for the foreigners who will hear of the renown of the Lord because of the temple here, that when they come, that God would hear their pleas as well. Because God had promised Abraham to be a blessing to all the nations. And Solomon is picking up on that and understanding that this isn't just for us. This isn't a xenophobic, Israelite-only, Hebrew-only thing. This is the temple of the Lord, which he has established in Jerusalem for the Israelites, the people of God. But it's also for the fame of the Lord to be spread throughout all the world so that other nationalities, other tribes, other people will hear about it and come to Jerusalem to see the glorious temple and to hear of the mighty workings of the one true God because there is no other God. And so Solomon offers all the sacrifices, dedicates the temple. There's this massive week-long feast, and then people go back to their house, joyful and happy. And that's where we're going to end it today. It won't be like that forever. It's rare that we get one of these in the Bible, so let's just hold it there. But I'd ask you as we wrap up, what was it about the Lord, about God, that uh, this section taught you today? What what does God want you to know about himself? What is it that, that he wants uh, for the world? Uh, what was it uh, about yourself that this section taught you today that reminded you of? Is there something about you that uh, you would like to um, strengthen? Something about you that you would like to repent of? Something about um, the way that you're built that, that this 
stirred up in you? And then finally, uh, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up as we were reading this today? Just take those thoughts and turn them into prayers. We'll be here right, we'll be right here again tomorrow. So until then, God bless. Thank you.